Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. Right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to regain trust after pornography use. So pornography, very common problem. The majority of guys I work with either actively have a problem with pornography or yeah, at some point did, I'd say really 100% of the guys either currently or in the past have had issues with pornography. Um, so, and, and most guys, they don't want that to be part of their lives but look, you need some some skills and some some ways to be able to break out of that. But also what we're talking about today is, man, you know, it does hurt your wife. It does break her trust. And how do you regain that trust after you do, you know, use pornography? So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach. And I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So wins for this week. Guys are feeling strong and solid through difficult situations. So look, a lot of us think that to be happy in our marriage, our wife needs to behave differently. She needs to appreciate us more. She needs to have sex with us more. She needs to end the separation or divorce. She needs to trust us. But what we learn in the program is we can actually feel strong, solid, confident, even if she's not doing any of that. And this is real freedom. Okay. It also so happens that if you can do that, you become way more attractive to her than if you're just thrown around emotionally and mentally based on what she's doing or not doing. If you can't hold a strong frame, you know, that's not that attractive to her. So a a few weeks ago, I shared about this idea of the horse stance where you you get in a squat, you put your arms out in front of you in the circle. Uh, What I learned uh, from a conference I went to is that that's the masculine frame and that action of holding, you know, is really being able to hold the emotions of yourself and your, your family. So if you can do that, feel strong, feel solid, feel confident, even when your emotions are up and down, or even when your wife's emotions are up and and down, it just feels way better. And it's much more attractive, right? So really great win guys are enjoying Christmas together after separation, man, that's huge. You know, seeing that, that big shift and that big win. What, What I want you guys to understand is usually this comes after a month, several months, you know, sometimes even longer of putting down good seeds of doing the right things. And then these awesome harvests come where, you know, it kind of breaks through. And then your wife is kind of like, okay, yeah, I can trust that these changes are for real. Uh, it takes some time to get there, but if you will be consistent, you do get there. Uh, guys are having that increased confidence in themselves, uh, which is huge. You know, when things are off with your wife, um, yeah, I can really do a number on your confidence, but guys are able to build that back based on God, uh, based on their own trust in themselves, which is amazing. Uh, guys are having improved relationships with family, not just their wife, but their kids, extended family, uh, friends. Guys are speaking up for themselves more instead of just uh, walking on eggshells, not expressing themselves. Super cool to see, um, you know, having great Christmas celebrations with family. And, uh, so this is coming out after Christmas, but I'm recording it kind of right after, um, bad for, for me, the win, we had some really fun Christmas celebrations as a family. Uh, we got to, uh, serve our community, which was my wife really heads that up. We do a dinner for people in our community and had them come by. And it was just really a meaningful experience for all of us to, 
uh, help some people out that, that could use a meal or just use some friendship on, on Christmas. So it was a, a great day for us. All right. So right now, as far as pornography use goes, probably what you're trying now is, is hiding it. Not you're, you're telling yourself and others that it's, it's not that big a deal. You're say so this is one of my favorites. You're saying, Oh, that was, that was in the past, right? I, I don't have that problem anymore. That was a while ago. And then what I learned, cause I used to tell this lie a lot when people would ask me like a church leader would ask me, um, well, Hey, did you use pornography? I'm like, Oh yeah, I used to, but not anymore. But the truth was when I was telling this church leader that I had used pornography like yesterday or like two days ago, but I mean, technically it was in the past, but, but really it was an ongoing issue. Um, but it's an easy lie. We can tell ourselves and others, Oh yeah, that, that was a long time ago or, you know, that's not an issue, that kind of thing. Um, the other thing you might do is really beating yourself up about it. Really like, oh man, I'm such a loser and I fell into it again and I slipped up and, you know, I lost my sobriety days and, and that kind of thing, which is, is not effective, okay, in overcoming it or regaining trust. Because, yeah, like it's good if you, you say, hey, I'm not going to look at pornography. And then you tell your wife, oh yeah, you know, I looked at it again. That is being honest. But, what that tends to create is just this weird dynamic where, you know, she's kind of like your, your, your mom or, you know, something like that, like checking on you and just doesn't build like a particularly great relationship for the most part. Another thing guys will do is tell their wife kind of piece by piece about the problem. This is a big, big mistake. And I, I know where it comes from. You know, you kind of want to protect her. You don't want to tell her quite everything that's happening. And so, you're like, oh yeah, well, I use pornography. And she's like, well, I'm glad you don't anymore. And then a few days later, you're like, well, actually, you know, I looked at a lot and she's like, oh, well, okay. Well, I'm glad it was in the past. And then you come again, you're like, well, it wasn't really that far in the past. You know, like it was yesterday I was looking at it. So what happens when you go piece by piece like that is you're, it, it actually loses trust each time, you know? It gained trust in a way because you're being honest, but well, what it creates for her is just the sense of like, man, like what's coming next? What's he going to tell me next? That he's having an affair, that he lost all her money. Like what's he going to bring to me next? It creates like a really, really destroys a sense of safety. Okay. So why doesn't, why this doesn't work is, you know, the way you build trust is by making and keeping promises and then having those promises verified. Okay. So when you hide what's going on that breaks trust because you, you're not bringing it forward. Okay. One piece at a time, like we talked about destroys trust because it's like, man, you know, he's, he's just telling little pieces instead of the whole thing. So again, it's hiding, which destroys trust. The other thing that breaks trust is like promising yourself to stop then going back to it. So you start losing trust in yourself. Like, man, I can't even keep this one promise. It's important to me not to look at pornography, but I keep going back to it. Like what's up with that? And so you start getting down on yourself, like you're not trusting yourself and it erodes your self-confidence and your self-worth uh, and your self-confidence is self-trust. Like confidence means to trust someone, have high trust. So when you make promises to yourself and don't keep them, that breaks down trust. The thing about beating yourself up is usually you feel shame about that. And when you don't have good tools to manage your emotions, you start uh, you use pornography to get out of that shame feeling, and then you feel shame again, you use pornography to get out of it. And so it is this tough cycle. Um, 
So that's why those things don't work and don't help rebuild trust. Because if you keep falling in that same cycle, again, you can't trust yourself. Your wife can't trust you, all of that. Okay. So what do you do instead? What you need to do instead is you need to be completely honest with yourself and your wife about your pornography use. Look, guys will ask me, man, you know, do I really need to tell my wife about this? Do I not? Um, What I tell them is you can expect your wife to be about as honest with you as you are with her. So if you want her to tell you what's going on with her, um, you should do the same. Also, again, like if you're hiding things, that's not real intimacy. Intimacy is knowing and being known. So if you want an intimate marriage and you won't let yourself be known, even the bad parts, yeah, you don't have a very intimate marriage. And so it's, yeah, you keep things kind of superficial and okay. So you don't kind of create a conflict around it by hiding it. But what you miss out on is the great connection that can come through intimacy and through connection and through sharing these hard things. Okay. So what I recommend is, yeah, you go talk to her and you let it all out everything. Okay. So a good way to cover all that would be the first time that she used pornography. Okay. So, you know, when I was like 13, so for me personally, like the first time I saw it was, was 13, right? Last use, last time that you looked at pornography, most, most recent frequency, how often were you looking at it? And then the worst. So again, first, last frequency, and then worst use. Okay. The worst it got was, you know, I was looking at, you know, whatever, something really bad or, um, or maybe just the frequency is the worst. Yeah. It was to the, to where I was looking at it every, you know, multiple times a day, looking at it at work, whatever it was. Okay. So then what you need to do, right, is, is get help. Okay. So trust. So I like to say con men understand that when you tell the truth about your faults, it actually does help you gain some trust. Um, but what a con man then does is they keep doing that same thing that's wrong and hurtful. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, stealing money, stealing your money, for example, they, they'll be like, Oh, so I, I heard about this guy that would kind of seduce these, these women. And what he would do is he would say, he would tell them like, Oh yeah, you know, I've done some bad stuff in the past. You know, I've been with these other girls that were married and then they'd be like, Oh wow. Right. But it was a setup to kind of like plant that idea. And then he'd do the same thing to them. So that's like what a con man does. You know, they admit their faults, but then they just keep doing them. So you as a strong, honest man, what you want to do is make the shift, right? Stop using pornography, use your sexuality in a way that you can be proud of. So you want to get help in a way that works for you. So some people do get great benefit from stuff like 12 steps or sexaholics anonymous. The feedback I've gotten from those things is, um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of defeating in a way where it's like, oh, you know, I'm an addict. I'm never going to be able to break out of this. To me, that's kind of depressing. Um, it's also overly focused on sobriety and streak tracking, which, you know, you're just kind of like, don't think about sex. Don't think about pornography. Don't think about pornography, which paradoxically makes you think more about it. Uh, it doesn't work as well. So uh, my my cousin and I built together was a different system that's been really helpful for a lot of people where it's more about integrating your sexuality, saying, okay, like I have my sexuality. How do I want to use it? 
using that as the filter, and then building up emotional resilience. Because most of the time when you're turning to pornography, it's because you have an emotion that's hard for you to handle or allow. And so you turn to pornography to kind of get rid of that emotion. So what we work on is really building up that ability to feel anxious, to feel bored, to feel sad, being able to hold up that masculine frame again, right? Where we're just understanding this is part of my experience. I can allow these emotions without making a big deal about it. Okay. We also work on that mental strength element of, okay, like what thoughts or beliefs were kind of helping me generate that or what situations can I adjust that will make it easier for me to stick to this commitment to, uh, to use my sexuality in a good way. Again, like stop using pornography is not as powerful of a goal as use my sexuality. When we just, when we have like a non-goal, so acceptance and commitment therapy would call that a dead person goal, meaning that a dead person could do that better than a living person. So like don't use pornography. A dead person could do that better than a living person. They will never look at pornography because they're dead, right? So instead, hey, let me use my sexuality in a way that I can be proud of. Okay, a living person can do that than a dead person. A dead person can't do that. So another thought there. So uh, yeah, I recommend using our, our process, you know, the porn-free process, or at least give it a shot. Um, if you want more information on that, you can um, join our email list. So visit strongmen.io and we'll get you details on how to join that. It's included as part of the um, Strong Men, Strong Marriages program. Because again, it's, it's such a common problem the guys have. We just want that to be part of it and something you can share with your kids and all of that. So why does this work? So <clears throat> when you're honest, that leads to trust. When you can trust yourself and your wife can trust you, that leads to confidence. And that leads to a feeling of safety for yourself and for your wife and your marriage. So trust is the fruit of trustworthiness. If you want your wife to trust you after pornography use, you have to be trustworthy. Someone that keeps his word. Okay. So Using the porn-free process that we teach, it really gets to the use to the root of the issues, lets you integrate your sexuality, again, making a living person goal of I want to use my sexuality in this positive way, building the the skill to tolerate and hold and allow negative, difficult emotions without trying to escape them. And then we build in positive reinforcement and and goal achievement, you know, celebration versus streak tracking and beating yourself up. So basically the way the porn free process works is you have the urge to do pornography. You get good at just tuning into your body, tuning into those emotions, allowing those emotions, whether that's just sexual arousal or if something there behind that's like anger, frustration, anxiety, shame, right? You just get good at letting those be in your body. Then you get good at looking at the thoughts that might be driving that. And then, yeah, when you let that urge to view pornography pass without acting on it, you reward yourself. You can uh, make a mark on your phone. We use an app called Tally. Uh, you can put a, a bead in a jar, something that just like tells your brain, hey, like, good job. You, you did that. And then you just try to do that a hundred times. So that's it. Right. So we're counting up instead of down. We're not streak tracking where typically that'll build more anxiety, make you more likely to use pornography. So why this works too is like if you if you share this new strategy with your wife like hey instead of being like coming to you whenever i you know mess up or slip up i'm going to come to you and tell you when i win like when i you know go through and and don't 
use pornography. And I'm going to share with you how many times I've, I've, you know, gone through this process and, and been able to act with that. Or if I do, you know, look at pornography, I can share some of those lessons with you. If you want to know kind of what I learned about what the emotion I was managing. So you just turn those quote unquote slip ups, which again, I don't like that term. Just say, yeah, I looked at pornography and here's why, here's what I learned. Here's kind of how I'm going to look at that differently next time. It's not about beating yourself up. It's just about learning and um, counting up. You know, every time you process an urge without acting on it, that's a win, right? So we just count those wins, try to get to a hundred times. So again, it's, it, you're not doomed to always look at pornography. You're not, uh, you know, an addict with no hope. You're just someone that has a way of dealing with emotions that is not quite what you want it to be which a lot of us have. <laughs> so, you know, and this, the same process works like overeating or overworking or other things that you might be doing to deal with emotions that are not quite how you want to manage them. All right. So what skills do you need to do this? You need trust, honesty, integrity. And those are the biggest ones. You need self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-worth. Again, so you don't beat yourself up for your mistakes, but you can just say, hey, like I'm a person, I'm going to make mistakes. I can learn from them. God still loves me. Right. You need emotional strength. That's to me, the biggest one for pornography uh, is uh, being able to tolerate those negative emotions without uh, running to pornography to get rid of them. You need mental strength to be able to learn from those, um, uh, those episodes when you are tempted or, you know, have the urge to view pornography. You need communication skills to be able to communicate this with your wife, what you're learning, where you're at. Uh, then you need intimacy integration, right? So your sexuality, you need to integrate that. And then being able to move that sexuality towards your wife in a really fun, positive way. So we teach all of this in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Again, the porn-free process, that program is part of it. Um, so yeah, if you want to build a stronger marriage and rebuild trust after pornography use, because like pornography use can be part of it, but there's there's more to make a great marriage than just like overcoming pornography. So that's why we include it as part of the program. We, we want you to have a great marriage that also, you know, doesn't include pornography if that's something you want to eliminate. Um, so we, we just want to make sure you're, you're equipped. Uh, one of the guys recently that came through, he really, he was like, no, no, pornography is my issue. Pornography is my issue. And I was like, okay, well we can do that, but you know, that's not the only issue in your marriage. <laughs> you know, probably you're turning pornography because there's other problems in your marriage. Um, and so, yeah, that's why we we want you to do the whole program so you really get the benefit of a great marriage. Okay, so and again, if you if you do join, you're, you're welcome to share it with your your sons and kind of work through it with them or daughters, you know, all your kids to teach these skills as well and teach about sexuality in a in a much more integrated way instead of like, oh no, sex is wrong, don't do it. Pornography is wrong, don't do it. It's like, well, you know, pornography is there, but is that how you? want to use your sexuality you know yes or no probably not so okay let's learn some tools to you know deal with the emotions that are kind of moving you there so again visit strongmen.io <clears throat> strongmen.io you can uh, apply to join the program if you're ready to do that or join our email list to kind of get updates and, and that kind of thing and also um yeah so it, it, there's a free kind of seven-day training there as well so again visit strongmen.io apply to join. Love to have you as part of the program. All right. Stay strong, men. We will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend. 
so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.